It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Martin Springfield. Yes. Um, you know, I moved here uh, two and a half years ago and I saw a pretty vibrant art scene, but mm-hmm. I think in the two and a half years that I've been here, it's mm-hmm. gotten better. Absolutely. I, th- I think the one thing that's so amazing about it, it's so accessible. Yeah. Um, depending on what your time frame is, what your budget is. Um, I think that if you're going to see something as adults or you're taking your family, I think there's lots of options. I mean, there's always something to do here in Springfield. We might act like there isn't, but there yeah, is. I, I feel like everybody does that about their own home. There's you, nothing you, to do. A lot of people do that, yeah. Right, you kind of have to get out of your comfort zone. But I think anytime you go and support live music and you see live music, it's just, it energizes Oh, yeah. And absolutely. It's good for the soul. For it sure. is. It absolutely is. So, Taryn, why did you uh, get so involved with the arts? Where did that happen for you? Well, I grew up in the arts here in Springfield, and I grew up as a ballet dancer, and I played the violin for many years. And I and when I got married and came back to town, it was just something that I felt was I really wanted to be a part of. And I specialized with the youth in our community. Yeah. I feel that it gives them a voice. Um, it was very powerful to my upbringing. My dad's a drummer, and he's a dentist. Woo! And so, wow. I'm a drummer. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I like your dad. <laughs> I always had music in the house, and I feel that it is a way of communicating, mm-hmm. and it finds a balance. And so I, I really wanted to be part of the youth, you know, the the youth concept of what we can do to bring arts to them. And, and, or, and not only that, but help families that didn't grow up in the arts. Right. How do we get there? I mean... That's a lot of what I've seen the last 25 plus years is I, you know, I have moms that go, I, I played softball. I don't know how to do a button. Yeah. I'm like, great. Cause I can't swing a bat. Right. So, right. you know, it's great. Let's all work together. And so a lot of time is just, you know, we raise our kids in a village. It takes a lot of people to help raise yeah. a family. And so that's been the joy, I believe, of my adulthood here in town is just meeting so many great young people and seeing them grow up and. And hopefully grow up to support the arts. I mean, that's my goal. I'm not trying to raise all these professional artists. What I'm trying to do is raise children that will grow up and support the arts in their community wherever they are. Well, that's an interesting balance, which I want to kind of come back to that. But it's you you talked about ballet and violin. These are two mediums that I feel, you know, we were just talking about the the symphony orchestra. They're like more traditional mediums. And we were, you know, discussing people who like, you know, pick up guitar and say they Mm -hmm. play guitar because it's cool and all of that. But those two mediums are... I don't think people do that for those reasons. It's because I think you have a true love for, you're not getting into ballet. Well, maybe today you are like getting into ballet to like, cause it's the cool thing to do. I mean, it, it's, it's uh, spread a lot more than it used to, I think. Right. And I also think a lot of times those classical art forms, they get very intimidating because they're very time consuming and it takes years to perfect them. Yeah. Well, actually you never perfect them. You're constantly working. I mean, you spend time with the wonderful musicians of the only symphony orchestra oh my gosh. and they're amazing and they're professional and they're still working on their craft. And so I think that's a lot of, of classical art forms that they're intimidating is because it is so much time to get to a place where your child's instrument or your child's skills are like, okay, we're getting somewhere. There's a lot of trips in the car, but that time in the car with your child is precious and it's priceless. And they're going every week and they're absolutely opening their hearts and spirit and learning something. And so 
it's it takes a lot of courage to yeah. dedicate yourself to something for so many years and not sure where it goes. Yeah. Well, time in the car with uh, Bennett, do you, like, yeah. when you're bringing him there, is that something you're consciously doing? Because... Yeah. I mean, I remember taking him to piano lessons and just thinking how special it was and how, yeah, how fleeting it was. And, yeah. and it is because he's going to be 13 in a couple months. And it's like, where did my little guy go? But mm-hmm. having those experiences is so important for him and for me as well as a mom. We're Absolutely. here with uh, Taryn Grant. Now, you mentioned something cool. You're you're trying to kind of raise better people in the arts, but not strictly pro- professionals. Right. Um, what's that balance like? Well, you know, as far as any, any type of craft that anyone studies or, right. you know, I, I think if they choose to go on in a collegiate level and go beyond, that's something that it's got to be inside of them and that's right. their journey my my goal is to if I can't provide that for them that I find the tasks and the tools and the right people um, in town or out of town to help them get to that level mm-hmm. but I think if you truly invest a love of the arts in the child regardless of where they go they will buy tickets to a performance they will have their child in some sort of art and yeah. they will help they will serve on a board I mean I'm seeing now I have students that are, you know, got married and having children and, and I start to see them putting their child in dance class or they're serving on a local so board amazing. and helping. And and that's truly what keeps them, that keeps the arts going and growing yeah. too. Or even, you know, they become teachers and they make sure that there's a lot of music in their classroom because they see how that helps their, you know, it helps deescalate them. It helps calm them. You know, music is very rhythmic. It's very calculated. and. Mm-hmm. And so even just putting the arts in their classroom a lot. I was talking to a teacher friend of mine last night and how much music she puts in her classroom. Yes. Um, just to help the children get ready for the day and how happy it makes them. And so. It's incredible. I think it helps, you know, we're all listening to music all the time. Yeah. And so um, th- I feel like that's my my mission and that's my my purpose here. Well, I, before we go to break, and we're going to be back with Taryn Grant uh, from the Springfield Youth Performance Group, the Grant Conservatory, um, our circle of friends, friend. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I love that you are concentrating on the right things. I think, you know, especially with youth, there are people who tend to to push too hard, too quick. Mm -hmm. And I love that you mentioned, not necessarily the rehearsal, but the time spent with your kid on the way to rehearsal. You know, you, you are concentrating on the beautiful things uh, of it um, rather than I think making it such a strict staunch thing right off the bat Mm -hmm. which is so awesome to see you have kids or you don't have kids you just kind of want to get involved more with the art scene where would you point people to just go buy a ticket there's so many great organizations arts organizations nonprofit organizations here in town Buy a ticket to performance. I mean, they do great jobs on social media, but you have so many wonderful theaters as well. And there yeah. are different price ranges too. So depending on what your range is or how many tickets you're buying, that also 
that also depends. But even supporting your local high school, there's so many great musicals happening in the yes. local high schools. And that's a good way to take your kids because guarantee you they're going to know, you're going to run into somebody or see somebody on that stage that you know. Mm-hmm. And that's a good place to start is to spo- support your local high school and their school musical. And because those kids, you know, it's a lot to go out there in front of your peers. Oh, yeah. That Absolutely. you go to school with. Yeah. And perform like that. I so remember. your hats off to those kiddos this spring that are. Staying after school and getting ready to bear their souls in front of their peers at a school, at a school show. Well, I think because of the, um, you know, the arts are being talked about more and they're being spread more like, you know, people like you uh, talking about it more. I think it's different than even when I was in school, because I remember being in show choir mm-hmm. and one of the the most hated moment of everybody in our show choir was when we had to perform in front of the school. Ooh. Because oh. it was like, you know, you're you're performing in front of other show choirs. Everybody's cheering each other on, super right. supportive. It's like you're at they a drink rock your concert. Kool-Aid. Exactly. But when you're in front of the school, I mean, you can be sure you're going to be. Uh, this was back in the day. And I played football and stuff, so I, I was sure that I would get guff for it, <laughs> you know, back in the day. But I feel like, I mean, since then, we've had things like Glee, we've had kind mm-hmm. of uh, more mainstream uh, TV and movie content that has to do with stuff like this. Well, too, and, and so many of our local arts organizations and show choirs, I mean, they're champions. Yeah. They're bringing home, I mean, they're bringing home the hardware. hardware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you, you really can't say much when they're bringing home a trophy. And um, I, you know, I think that's something that is, you know, even when you have children that necessarily are in the art forms that aren't in their school. So you don't know all the hard work. You know, my daughter would take off in the summers and study in, in, in ballet companies away. And a lot of people didn't know. And um, so when you hear children that go to a music camp or they go to, oh, I heard you went to, you know, Interlochen to study music or something, you know, pat them on the back because those programs are hard to get into. Yeah. And it's not necessarily something that you hear. I mean, you see a lot of children that go and they, they study their craft, um, especially musicians and, mm-hmm. and dancers. But I think by going and supporting these kids that are, you know, it's, you know, it's hard being a kid. Let's be honest, especially a teenager. Yeah. Nobody wants right. to repeat no. that. I mean, and especially it, with the internet. Yeah. Oh, and, God. you know, it's so important for our children's mental health that we allow them to express their creativity. But they're also really exposing themselves when we do that. So it's also a safe area that we have to support. And so when we do go and see other kids, you know, I think it just just having them see you in the audience mm-hmm. makes them feel heard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my favorite part whenever I see kids, even if it's in the local, their little program in third grade or fourth grade is when yeah. they take their bow and their their smile on their face. It's yeah. pride. It's right. truly they're truly showing their pride. And yeah. so take a minute and see their face because I always tell my little ones, you know, a bow is important. Right. Because you're thinking the audience for coming, but they're thinking you. So take that moment and don't cheat your bow. Yeah. You know, but when you see those kids at the end and how happy they are and they look to their castmates and, you know, it's, it's really, it's a good energy. One thing I always disliked about the bow, I had a, uh, I'll take the bow and I'll go out. I'll stand out there for a full half hour if they'll let me. But I I remember my uh, high school director was like, when you get up there, you do not clap for yourselves. Okay, you, you you let the audience clap for you. You okay? yeah. And, yeah. But but I see. My thing is is like, 
I, I want to clap for me, too. It's kind of awkward, <laughs> too, up there, though. Let's yeah. be honest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, You're you totally exposed. You don't want to clap backstage because you don't want to have all the extra noise. <laughs> right. So you wait, you know, and you wait till the curtain closes and take a minute before, you know, you don't want everyone. But it's kind of awkward when people are clapping and you look at each other and... You know, yeah. but um, you're just standing there. Yeah, clap for the musicians. That's what yeah. you do. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, you there clap you go. for those musicians. <laughs> That's right. So, um, what was I gonna just gonna say? I had something really, really good, but now I'm just picturing myself bowing in front of a whole a bunch of people. in front of yeah. thousands. Um, so, what do you think the balance is? Um, real quick between somebody who wants to, you know, pursue something professionally and somebody who's just, you know, kind of having a good time. Is there a, a magic number where you kind of tra- make that transition or no? I think that all depends on the child and what craft that you're in. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, you know, that that's a loaded question. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that a lot of the time it's the context, you know, the context that you meet along the way and what type of training that you're involved in. Um, if you want to study it in college, um, you know, and how good is your program that you can get into? I mean, right. that's pretty, you know, that's a loaded question and how, you know, how, how far you want to take it. Right. I think as a parent, the best thing is to, to make the context you can have. And, and, and as, as an educator, know that I'm going to help find you the context to make, yeah. you know, don't, it's, it's more than just who we are. Right. Our job is, is an arts provider. Isn't just to, I'm providing what I can in this space and this is what you have. No, I'm going to expose you to as much as I possibly can. And so if it's beyond my level, then I'm going to find the people to give it to you so that you can take it further on. Excellent answer. I mean, cause it is, it is a question for a lot of parents, I think too, you know, Absolutely. at what point do we make this transition? Um, you've been at this for a long time and, uh, I'm sure you've seen a lot of students grow up like you were kind of already talking about. Um, do you have any favorite stories or experiences oh my, throughout your wow. years? Wow. You know, I started adaptive movement six, seven years ago. And I have a little one that I met in one of my summer programs at Hope that I was teaching a summer dance class at Hope. And I said to her mom, I said, I think she really enjoys this. I can see the smile on her face and, and to see her now in class with me and her two little sisters come take class with me and she's performing with us. And just, just to have her in my car when we're going to community performances and chat, it reminds me on how powerful my time, you know, the arts are, but most importantly, this the small time that we have to make the imprint that we make on our children. So as an educator and as an adult that's working with kids is how important our behavior is and the imprint that we make on them. But this one's pretty special. Yeah, She's pretty special just to see how um, she's growth. taken it. And just, you know, when you have them when they're small and then they run into you Christmas shopping and they've got a baby, Miss Tara, Miss Tara. Yeah. And it's just... You just can't beat it, but they're all, I love them all. And I'm the, I'm the one that at the end of the show, like I just, they blow me away. You know, these kids, they're bearing their souls for you. Yeah. So treat them with respect and kindness. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNY.